0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW report Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
1: Blog Talk Radio.
2: Monday, damn, already Monday, January 10th, 2011, another interesting day today, I had to keep, I had to stay away from the news today, it's just um, really getting to me, every once in a while I can, you know, watch the news, not a problem, you know, and watch, you know, about the killings and all this other stuff, doesn't bother me at times, today I'm watching the news and I just kept crying and crying and crying, I'm like, you know, it's one of those things when you're sensitive and you get emotional, and I'm a cancer, too, so that adds to it. It's just one of those things, and um, you know, if you listened earlier in the show, uh, earlier in the day today, I did a, a little impromptu show to send out some prayers and healing to all those affected in Arizona. Sometimes I get on a bandwagon, but um, being that I changed the format of the show and I'm getting, you know... Get into church going, I have to stay away from being, you know, such outspoken to it. We did the show on, um, played some relaxing mellow music, sent out some prayers for healing, because that's what's uh, definitely needed right now, whether it affects you personally or not. It's still really um, hard and emotional for a lot of people. But anyways, I want to welcome you back to the show again. I have with me Barbara Reynolds. She was with us last night, had a wonderful, wonderful show, lots of callers able to help a lot of people, got a lot of messages, a lot of channeled um support, a lot of insight for people. So before we go on any further, hello Barbara and welcome back to the show.
1: Hello Michael and thank you. I'm so glad to be here.
2: Glad that you were able to make it again tonight. So hopefully it'll be another interesting evening.
1: I'm sure it will. Are there any other cons?
2: No. <laughs> no. Gotta always have those wonderful evenings.
1: Mhm. Yes, yeah, life is an adventure and we just get to experience so much. And when yes. we don't take it personally it can be fun.
2: <laughs> yep. And that's what that's it. You just gotta you know, not uh, I try not to be too serious about a lot of things anymore. And you know, I just go ahead and um enjoy life to the fullest and take one day at a time and realize everything happens in life for a reason. Sometimes we don't know what that reason is, but just have to go with the flow. That's right. So, what do you think about the shooting in Arizona?
1: Actually, I never watch the news, so I know absolutely nothing.
2: Okay. Well, you're good. you're lucky then. So we won't even go into there then. <laughs> so, do you have any messages that's coming through in general for for people who are listening in? Well.
1: Let's Yes, there is one Here one We want you to realize that life truly is a journey And you are here to learn And there are many different choices that many different people make on this journey In order to learn what it is they've come to learn And some people choose to work very, very hard not to learn what they've come to learn And that makes for a wide variety of reactions and activities in your world. And we strongly encourage you not to take any of it personally because no matter what you've been taught to believe, death is not a bad thing. It is not some horrible outcome that greets you at the end of your life because your life never ends. You are a spirit having a physical experience. The physical part is temporary, and temporary can mean one minute or it can mean 100 years, but it is temporary. And when someone, even someone you love, has made that transition, has left that physical, they have not left your life. There is no way for them to. You are eternal, all of you. And so there is no reason to ever be sad not over someone's death, not over someone's birth. It's all an experience that you have come to learn. And when you look at it that way, and you take away all of the guilt and blame and judgment and all of those negative feelings that are connected with being alive, then you can truly enjoy what's right in front of you. So in this moment, recognize that everything is okay. Oh right, that's what I wanted
2: to say. Oh, thank you. Sorry, supporting and uplifting.
1: Yeah, they always want to show us that it's really not all heavy and down and ugly and, you know, stuff to get creeped out about.
2: Yeah. So let's go ahead. Why don't we just go ahead before we do anything else, uh, start taking a couple of callers here about getting some help for these people, two messages okay. we have. Erica, 619, you're on the air.
3: Hi. How are you guys? Happy New Year.
2: Happy New Year. How are you?
3: I'm doing well, thank you. I'm calling because I wanted insight on um, this person I met. I don't want to get too attached because I've you know been hurt in the past before, and I wanted to know where it's going to go, if there is going to be something in this year in 2011.
1: Okay, well, let's see what kind of message they have for you then. Okay. Dear one, you are being given a chance, a chance to step out of what has already happened, out of what has hurt you in the past, and into possibilities. This is a chance for you to open your heart and to experience love, Love for this other person, perhaps, but definitely love for yourself. And to realize that no one can hurt you unless you decide to be hurt. That you are the one who has the power. You're the one that holds the keys. So make of this relationship what you want it to be. And if you want it to be a chance for you to grow and evolve and see all of the beauty within you, then you cannot hide from the hurt that has happened in the past, because that is putting a wall between you and what you actually want. So be open. Open your heart. Breathe. And know that it's all perfectly fine, no matter what happens. You are always surrounded by
3: love. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Okay. And, um, okay, that's oh, well, that's awesome. Thank you. Because I'm like, I just, um, I always have that gut instinct, and I'm like, oh, but I trust him so much. And then, like, I hear other people, no, don't trust him so much because of your past. I'm like, no, but this one, I really trust. Like, I don't doubt him. So I just want more communication, and that's it from him. So.
1: Well, you want to trust yourself. Mm -hmm. So don't make it about him, make it about you.
3: Okay, awesome.
1: Thank you so much. You're welcome.
2: It seems like she just needed to get some confirmation.
1: Yeah, because we really do usually already have the answer, but we don't necessarily listen to our own guidance.
2: Yeah, we have that that problem. Where we don't uh, don't like to listen to the um, the information we're receiving ourselves. So, and then we try figuring out what's going on.
1: Yeah, because usually the information we're getting is not really necessarily what we want to hear.
2: <laughs> yeah, we seem to get that quite a bit. Where it's like, no, I don't want to hear that mess- that, that information. So let let me try again. It's almost like trying to change the channel until you find something that you do want to listen to, right? You know, and then a lot of times they're like, uh, "No, you're going to get the same channel over and over again until you finally decide to listen."
1: Mhm. But you know, that's our choice. We have the freedom to choose, and we can choose not to listen. Just as like we can choose to listen.
2: Yeah, yeah. I've been I've been trying to listen more and more and. Although every once in a while, I'll get messages and I'm like, "Ah, no, that's not what I want to hear. It's like, you know, give me something else here. And they're like, no, you're going to listen to this.
1: Yeah. It's just the beauty of life.
2: Oh, yes. Let's go ahead. We'll take another caller here. Area code 970. You're on the air.
1: Hi. My name is Lori.
2: Hello. How can we help you?
1: Um, <laughs> kind of right on there. I wonder what am I not getting. I feel like I've been through this something before, and and not, you know,
3: not quite understanding or how it, you know, how do I clear this karma? Okay, <clears throat>
1: let's see what they have, dear one. It's not really about repeating over and over and over and if you believe that it is then that is what you are going to experience so we would ask that you change your belief that you begin to believe that everything is fine that your life is going exactly as it is meant to go and that you are learning whatever it is you are meant to learn and you are growing and you are expanding And that you are not dragging this karmic debt behind you. Because karma, how shall we put it? Karma is not necessarily such a bad thing. It is merely a matter of recognizing what you have experienced and what you have learned from that experience. And it is the same in this lifetime as it has been in all others. The more you open yourself to seeing what is in front of you, the more you open yourself. Many of you are very closed and you believe that you have done horrible things in past lives and that you must suffer and you must be punished for what you have done. And we would encourage each and every one of you who are thinking and feeling this way to stop and to let it go, and to realize that this is all about learning the truth of who you are, learning to love and accept yourself. And you can't do that if you're constantly beating yourself over the head with your karma. So let it go. Take a nice deep breath and just let it go. And decide what it is you really want to create. In this lifetime, and then begin to create it. Okay, that's what it's, I wanted you to know. Yes. Yeah.
3: Yeah. It sounds it sounds almost too simple. I
1: mean, really. That's one of the things about it. it. They usually it's very simple. We are the ones who complicate it.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Well, you're welcome, Dan. Thanks for calling. You're... Okay. Have a great evening. You too. You
2: Bye. I like that the, that reply. When she made was that it was it seems seems too simple.
1: I know. We always want everything to be incredibly complicated, and we have to do a sixteen hour ritual in order to cleanse ourselves of our karmic debt. We don't.
2: Yeah, well, it's, it is really simple. It's when I get people that will ask me, well, how do I talk to my anxious and guides and ask them for help? I said, you already did.
1: Yeah, because they hear everything we say and everything we think. It's yep. so like I tell people, we're constantly praying. There's never a time when you're not praying because you are so connected that they hear everything.
2: Yeah, which is which is nice, and you know, tell everyone I said, you know, careful what you think of, and careful what you ask for, because it's as easy as just saying, um, "I need some help here."
1: Yeah, and it's so easy for us to to just ask, and sometimes it, we make it so difficult for us to accept the help that they send. So. It's usually us that's creating whatever the problem is. You know, our guidance is is bringing us everything. We have tons of angels who are around us to to help us in any way that we ask. And we ask, and then we don't let them do what they came to do. So we need to get out of our own way.
2: Yeah, and then we notice that life is so much easier.
1: It really is.
2: So I see you're also a speaker also.
1: Uh, yes, I do um, I do workshops and things like that, and I can speak to civic groups or, you know, someone who wants someone to talk to their group about spirituality, channeling, angels, you know, whatever it is that they have a desire to know.
2: Oh, cool. How did you ever get started in doing that?
1: Mm. I grew up, I was extremely shy. I was the one who you could know for years and never have heard a word from. And when I was in my 20s, I was guided to join Toastmasters. And, of course, that's a group where you get up and you give speeches. And it took me six months of being a member and going to meetings before I did my first speech. And it was funny because after I did it, they said, "You realize you talked about yourself in the third person, and you were supposed to be telling us about you." But I made it sound like it was someone other than me that I was talking about because that's how uncomfortable I was with revealing who I am. And so after you know, it was at least ten years or more of Toastmasters, I was—I had made a big change. I was the one who was always in the contest and always won, and my speeches were always humorous and insightful and inspiring. And so that's really the way I live my life now, so that the things that I present to people, I usually add humor because, frankly, I like to laugh, and it's going to have something to inspire them because everybody needs a little something to really think about, to open their eyes so that they can see what's there for them. And so that's basically what I do, whether I'm talking to one person or a thousand people. It doesn't matter. It's all about opening up and connecting with others.
2: And laughter is, after all, the best medicine.
1: It really is. And I've had some people get really upset with me because I was laughing.
2: (laughs) And I tell them, it's like, well, you know, there's nothing wrong with that.
1: Well, I generally tell them I'm not laughing at you. I'm just laughing because, hey, why not?
2: (laughs) Yeah, I like like laughing. It's like they say, laughter is the best medicine.
1: Yeah, it really is.
2: Let's go ahead and take another caller. Okay. Ericode code 937. You're on the air.
0: Yeah, hello. This is Sandy.
2: Hi, Sandy. Hi.
0: I was wondering if you could tell me anything about love. Ooh, that's a big subject.
1: Are yeah. you... Ooh, excuse me. Are you talking about loving yourself,
0: or...? No, I love life, Someone coming in. <laughs> well,
1: I can tell Had you... Had to be, even
0: huh? Before, even before they give you the
1: message. They're going to talk about loving yourself because it does start there. Oh, yes. Let's see what they have to say. Dear one, so you are looking for love. You already know that love must start within you and that if you love yourself, then you are going to radiate that love out into the world. And all of those loving beings are going to see what you are radiating. They are going to feel that love pouring forth from you, and they are going to respond. And there are several of those loving beings who are very close around you, and they are beginning to notice you because you are opening up to you and the beauty that you have within you. And so we would encourage you to keep loving you. And continue to be the wonderful person that you are and to do the things that you really, really, truly enjoy doing. Because it is happening. And you will see results soon. We will not tell you a time because, frankly, we don't do that. But we will tell you that it is soon. Now, soon for us, well, we have no concept of time. But you understand. we do mean soon in your language. So be ready. And be open. And know that it is happening. And you will be surprised by the result. Okay. Oh, sounds like someone yeah. is coming
0: to you soon. <laughs> that sounds good, yes.
2: It's That's about time.
0: Waiting. Yes. Yes. It is. <laughs> Been waiting for that. So Well, thank you. I appreciate that, and I'm going to continue listening to the show.
2: Okay. Do you want me to just mute you, or? Um. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Thank
0: you. You're welcome. Thank
2: you much. Yeah, I like that when all of a sudden it's like, oh, they're like, oh, I like this.
3: Uh huh. It's
2: about time. (laughs) It's like, yeah, you know, you just got to be patient and things happen.
1: And sometimes, you know, when they tell you something is going to happen soon,
2: it seems like soon takes forever, you know. <laughs> I know. I try to tell people, it's like, well, you know, spirit doesn't work in linear time like we do. No. So to us it, it, to us, it may be like, oh, my God, it's so long. And it's like, well, to spirit, no, it's not. It's just a blink of an eye for them. It's like, you know, we're just stuck in a linear time here.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, that's why they encourage us to, you know, continue to do the things that we are doing to open up and to love ourselves because, you know, soon really could be the blink of an eye and it could be longer than that.
2: <laughs> yeah, and and I've learned it's like, you know, when I get a reading or something and someone's like, well, it's going to take this long. And I'm like, eh, okay, it's like I know it's going to take them a little while to get things working and you know, I just got to deal with the linear time here.
1: Well, you know, if you're living in the moment and you're being happy in everything that you can be in the moment, then you don't really worry about what's coming or what's already passed because you are in the now.
2: And the now is all that we can really do something about. So, Exactly. I got distracted there for a second. I'm having a little technical problems on the chat on my side. So that's why you see BTR support there. Oh, okay. She's trying to give me a little hand there.
1: (laughs) I was wondering about that because I'd never seen that on my chat room. And
2: I was like, hmm. Yep. Yeah, if you click on for the help and fill in the information, they'll come in and check in your chat room. and She's trying to... (coughs) Help because on my side of things, i uh, have supposed to be something in the background and I'm not getting it. So she's checking on the settings and all for me and got me a little distracted there for a second. Okay. Well, that happens. You know, we just deal with everything. That's the part. That's what I tell guests. I said, you know, I said, it's a lot easier being a guest. I said, because when I'm not only the host, but also the guest and taking calls, it gets a little bit more complicated.
1: Yeah, and I always tell people, okay, if I'm typing in the chat room, I'm not talking because I cannot talk and type at the same time. It's just impossible for me. <laughs> yeah.
2: Unless yeah, I'm I,
1: saying what I'm typing.
2: Yeah, I, it takes me a second or two before I can type and talk at the same time. And it's like, mm, you know, it seems as I'm getting older, it's harder for me to do that. So I'm like, sometimes I can go ahead and type. One conversation and go ahead and talk another conversation and not have any issues. But
1: well, usually I can't. I just, I guess, I give my complete focus to whoever it is I'm talking to, whether it's typing or talking. So,
2: uh
1: huh. I can't just do both.
2: So, what kind of speaking? Uh, what what types of crowds do you like speaking in front of the most?
1: Hmm. That's I like I've enjoyed speaking in front of um, young people because they're they're more open, you know they're willing to laugh, they're willing to have fun, even if it's supposed to be a serious occasion. You know they can enjoy it, and they can allow that enjoyment to show as we get older, we get. You know, we get that mindset where we're supposed to be all dignified and grown up and we're supposed to present the right image or whatever you want to call it. And young people haven't gotten there yet. And so they can be absolutely hilarious. And it's just so much fun to communicate. So I would say that that would be my favorite.
2: Okay. And what's your least favorite type to speak in front of?
1: <laughs> well, I oh,
2: suppose do you not I have
1: any? <laughs> I was going to say, I suppose it would be the opposite, you know? The old uh, business person who's got to maintain the image. And... They don't have any room to enjoy life because they're so busy being in the mold that they've created for themselves. They can't move, so it can be a challenge to talk with them.
2: <clears throat> yeah, that would be that would be difficult.
1: But everybody can be fun. And I've even had some stodgy old businessmen who actually started laughing and having a good time. So there's always a possibility. I try to go in with an open mind because I never know what's going to happen because it's being handled, you know, by all of the angels and my guides and everyone and they are creating the right place for me and since what I'm saying is coming from them as well. So they're going to have me say whatever is right for the people that I'm talking to and the situation that I'm talking in.
2: Cool. So you you managed to get them to open up a little bit more then?
1: Yeah, some of them actually begin to have fun. Good. Some of them are, are very determined not to, though.
2: So. <laughs> yeah, you get those words. It's like, okay, loosen that tie up a little bit, take off the jacket, and just chill out and relax.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, they have these these preconceived notions about what life is meant to be and what their lives are meant to be and what it is they can allow and what they can't allow. And getting them out of that... If you manage to do it, can be so much fun because it's like they're opening their eyes for the first time, and they're actually enjoying their life,
2: yeah, and that's what a lot of them need to do is learn to um enjoy life.
1: Yes, that's so, so true, and it's true for the rest of us too, because we all get in these situations like when you were talking about watching the news and you look at the news and you start getting all emotional because you're taking all of this stuff personally and you've got to just be able to say, okay, that's interesting and still enjoy your life.
2: Let me go ahead and we'll take another caller. Erica 302, you're on the air. Hello, hello,
4: yes, hi.
2: How can we help you tonight?
4: Um, well, I just wanted to get a reading in regards to um you know my new manager that I have. I'm just trying to trying to develop a relationship with him, and I kind of started off wrong in just trying to find out if you see things going well in that area or you know in my career.
1: Okay, well, let's see what kind of message they have for you, okay, well, dear one. The first thing we would advise you to do is to let go of the belief that you started out wrong okay. because if you are coming from that belief, then you've got to make up for it. You've got to figure out how to make it right,
3: so mm-hmm. when
1: you let go of that, you can be in the moment so What is it that you want to have in your relationship with this person? How is it that you want it to be? And when Mm -hmm. you know how you want it to be, then become that. Become what you want the relationship to be. And therefore, it will have to be that because you're already there. Mm -hmm. So you see the power really rests with you. You can be what what, what it is you want to see and the other person will react according to how you are being. So often so many of you give your power away, and you assume that the other person, who is the person in charge, has all of the power and makes all of the decisions, and that is not true. However, you are being will determine so much of what you will experience. So now you know you have the power what are you going to be so how do i do that though okay so what kind of a relationship do you want to have with him
4: well i just want him to um to you know just to see that i am a good worker and that i'm you know there to achieve my goals
1: Okay, do you see that about yourself? Okay. So if you know that you are a good worker and Mm -hmm. you know that you are achieving your goals, Mm -hmm. then that is the energy you will put forth, and that is the energy he will see or feel. But if you are sitting back wondering, okay, how does he see me? Am -hmm. I coming across the way I want to come across? What Mm -hmm. if he doesn't like me? Oh, why did I do that? Mm -hmm. Then that is the energy you're sending out. And that's not what you want.
4: No, and I understand that. I guess my problem is I have a hard time taking criticism. And my job is a lot of what you've done wrong. Instead of we don't focus on the positive, they focus more on the negative to get you to the positive. So if you're not doing well, you'll hear about it. So it's all about, you know, going in and getting my performance reviews and getting reviewed on a monthly basis and saying, okay, you know, we actually play a red light, yellow light, and green light game. So he, you know, I'm in the red light because I'm not supposed to be where I am compared to my peers. So he uh, that's all I'm going to hear is all the negatives. Okay. And when you're hearing negative, and I'm breaking down crying because... I don't want to hear the negative. How am I supposed to keep myself from falling apart?
1: So do you say affirmations?
4: I've tried it. Mm-hmm. It hasn't okay, worked. Would...
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can understand that because, you know, I have an issue with them too. I, but come up with an affirmation that feels right for you, an affirmation that says something like, Um, You know, today I'm going to hear positive things about the work I do. Mm
0: -hmm.
4: But it
1: has to be something that feels right to you. Right. And start your morning by spending five minutes saying that over and over and over to yourself. Mm -hmm. You can also get a mirror and look into your own eyes every morning Mm -hmm. for like five minutes and repeat, I love you. Right. And you can also say, I'm good enough, mm-hmm. I'm worthy, I'm deserving, you know, I'm going to have a great day. Whatever it is you want your day to be like, start right. your morning by putting that energy out there. So then well your day will yeah. follow along that line instead of, you know, hoping that it's going to be how you want it to be. <laughs>
4: Right, and I think that's that's where it's really hard. There's a fine line between the hoping and actually trying to be that. You know, well, I'm having a real hard time getting there.
1: In general, hope is a waste of time. Because anytime you're hoping, there's a part of yeah. you that's believing that it might happen and there's a part of you believing that it's not going to happen. So and, if you're yeah, hoping, and you're right.
4: I, I guess you know what the problem is. I, you know, I, I'm starting to understand that I played the victim for a long time. I have a daughter that's in jail, and and she's. How do I say this? Um, I mean, I, I know I'm live on radio. Um, well, she is has a drug problem, mm-hmm. and she's doing um, all the wrong things that a street, everything imaginable.
1: Right.
4: And she lives in a different state than I do right now, and I'm dealing with that. I'm adopting my granddaughter. That's been the positive in my life, and and I have focused on that, and I it has helped me to focus focus on the positive. At the same time, I always have that negative. In the, I mean, she's calling me from jail. I'm getting letters. She never goes away, and I don't want her to go away because I love her. She's my daughter. And I, I want her to get better, and I'm always worried that she's made a two attempts on her life. I'm worried that she's going to, you know, it's going to be the end of her life one day. Well,
1: it sounds so like I, you I really you really need hard. to forgive her and forgive yourself. And there have been other people in your past that you probably need to forgive as well. And when yeah. you do the forgiving, then you are opening yourself up to accepting them exactly as they are so that you yeah. don't have to judge your daughter or yourself or anybody else. You can just say that's how they are. I love them and I am mm-hmm. not responsible for their behavior because you aren't.
4: No, and I and I I I'm almost there. I mean, I I'm getting there. <laughs> I I guess <laughs> it, it's 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 just it's really 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 hard. Because I have that in my life all the time. And then at the same time, I'm told that I can't even, my granddaughter is not allowed to have any contact with her mother because my granddaughter was sexually and physically abused. I forgive mm-hmm. my daughter for allowing that. But at the same time, do you see where I'm coming from? She's my daughter. He, he yeah.
1: Does, I understand. You know, I have members of my family who have less than pristine past. I'll just put it yeah. that way. And yeah. I've I've come to terms with it by realizing that they are making the decisions and have mm-hmm. made the decisions that they thought were right at the time. Right. And whether or not I agree with them has nothing to do with it. You and still have to forgive, up. though, don't you? Yeah, I do. I've, I I yeah. make a point of forgiving. I start out my morning by saying a forgiveness prayer mm-hmm. so that I can forgive myself yeah and mm-hmm. everybody else and you're and I right find I, mm-hmm. that lightens the load because then i don't have to carry that that burden judgment yeah
4: Yeah, and judgment i i i i and and i uh, you know i mean if anybody's listening they be like either think i'm terrible for you know i don't know i mean not uh she's still my daughter at the same time, then some people might think, you know, the opposite. I can't worry about what people think. I know in my heart what I need to do. And like you said, I think it is forgiveness because she didn't hurt my my grandchild. In She didn't do it on purpose. It was the drugs and everything else behind it. Right. And so I think you're right. I mean, I believe that you're right as far as the forgiveness is so important. It really is.
1: One of the things that you also might want to do is um, look at cutting cords. Yeah. um, I don't know how to do that. Um, You can just call on Archangel Michael. Archangel Michael. And cut all of the cords that are not connections from love. Yeah, and he will do it. Yeah, you may I mean, have this to is ask the child him to do that's it. in
4: jail right now. That's that's begging for just spiritual books, and she knows how to be the actress. She knows how to manipulate me. She's done mm-hmm. it. She knows. I mean, she's learned the criminal world, and yeah. at the same time, I know part of her is sincere about it. She just hasn't gotten there yet. I don't believe she
1: has. She's living in fear. And, you know, that fear can be so strong and so controlling in our lives Mm -hmm. that you just make sure that you forgive her, cut the cords, and send her love. Those are the only things that you can do.
4: How can I help
1: her? By forgiving, cutting the cords, and sending her love.
4: Yeah, sending her love.
1: yeah, okay. learning to accept yourself and your own worth. It's so that, hard. Yeah, but as long as she can manipulate you, yeah. then you're part of the game. And that's what yeah. I've been. I've been yeah. the victim. Yeah.
4: I've been the victim, on the other hand. Poor me. Oh, you don't even know what it's like, you know, with my life. Exactly. I didn't mm-hmm. realize. I played the victim, and it didn't get me anywhere
1: all but these years. Does.
4: It brought me worse, I mean, all that negativity that to the point, the people that I work with, I've been on my job 25 years, and people I work with are like, you're very negative, and you're this, and I never realized I'm projecting all of that. Exactly. So what you're saying makes sense, it really does, I mean, everything it's just, it's really hard applying it. I will admit, and I'm sure you know, it's hard on a daily basis applying it, and you just have to remind yourself, I guess, every day, right?
1: You just take it moment by moment, and realize that in each moment, how Mm -hmm. you feel is how you have chosen to feel. Yes. So, if you're feeling bad, choose to feel good.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. I mean, you just You just gave me that, um, you know, the feeling of just um, confirmation, that uh, validation of everything that I really need to follow through with what I believe in. And I really appreciate you taking this call tonight.
1: Well, you're welcome. And and remember, you are a wonderful woman. You really are. Thank you. I, I, I believe
4: that. I know that in my heart. I know that.
1: And
4: it's true, yeah Yeah, it's just the choices that my daughters made And you know, in the letters If you, you know, I mean, I just read the letter from her And she still has The love for me, she still knows What I'm doing, she's like Thanks me for taking care of her daughter She knows if it Mm -hmm. wasn't for me That my daughter Or my granddaughter would be in foster care And be adopted by someone else Right Because she was in foster care So you know, I saved her life. But she brought and, me joy, too. She's bringing me joy. Everybody says, oh, you've done such a great thing. No. This child's bringing so much to me. It's it's unbelievable. So God really works in mysterious ways.
1: And, you know, you really can does. do the forgiveness work with her. Yeah. You can help her to learn to forgive and to let mm-hmm. go. Of what's happened in her life, too. And but I never say anything
4: bad about saying. her. I never say anything bad about her mother. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, other than that, her, you know, we say prayers for her. So, that's good. you know, yeah, that's, I mean, because you know a child always loves their mother.
1: Always. Yeah, always, yeah.
4: Always. So thank you so much.
1: You're welcome, dear.
4: All right. God bless.
2: God bless. Thank Let you. us know where everything right. goes for you.
4: Thank you. Mm -hmm. I
2: will.
1: Bye-bye.
2: What a a wonderful mom she is.
1: Yes, and and it is time for her to learn to love and accept herself as well.
2: Yeah, because that's the most important thing. There's nothing she can do, and she shouldn't take the blame or feel guilty about her daughter's actions.
1: No, because she's not responsible for that. She's only responsible for herself.
2: Yep. And she did nothing wrong with bringing her up. It's just that's the choices that her daughter decided to make.
1: Mhm.
2: So that's where a lot of the um, a lot of um, people feel guilty when their children do something um, that's not the greatest, and then they feel like, well, what did I do wrong as a parent? And it's like you did nothing wrong. You know, these well, are the choices they, that they choices. that they made.
1: That's right. That's
2: the that's right. Uh, the joy of free will.
1: Exactly. And knowing that you're only responsible for you. No matter what anybody else tells you, you're only responsible for you.
2: So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take a break for just a few minutes, have some bills I have to pay. I don't just love it when someone says it before they have to take a commercial break. It's like, have bills, we got to pay here. So. <laughs> So, have you finally got caught up with all your laundry from last night?
1: I still have a load in the dryer that I need to fold up, but that's it.
2: Oh, okay. At least you finally got caught up. Yeah. Okay, I'll go ahead and mute you and we'll be right back in just a moment.
1: Okay.
2: All right, everybody, you've seen her here on Blog Talk Radio numerous times and she's becoming one of our regulars on here. She's also a major sponsor. For Be the Light Now Radio, as well as Be the Light Chapel, our church website that we're trying to build up and uh, get going here. She's a name, calls herself the Guardian Angel Reader. She does dream interpretation, mediumship, past, present, and future events in your life. Her name is Jennifer Casper. Visit her at GuardianAngelReadings.net. Bubba here to talk to you about Bid66.com. It's fun, it's easy, and if you sign up right now at Bid66.com, you get 10 free bids. How about an Apple iPad, an Xbox? I bought mine for $30 at Bid66.com. Pirate tickets, gift cards, get your kicks from Bid66.com. Plus, free shipping straight from the factory.
0: Where else can you get that? Nowhere. Go to
2: bid 66 Dot com right now. All right, everybody, I'm back. Yeah, I have to go ahead and, you know, play some of the sponsor ads. And and if you're interested in helping give you support here and helping to support the Build the Church and all too, you can go ahead and make a love donation. We have all the information on the uh, website itself, be the BeTheLightChapel.com. You can make a monthly donation. You can make a one-time donation. It's not any set dollar amount, even if it's $2. Every little bit helps. And remember, whatever you go ahead and send out, karma pays back. Because we make sure that all the donations we receive are blessed and uh, to be returned to you tenfold. So it does help out. Like I said, and I told many people, I'm not in this. I make the money for myself through my private readings. And even lately and out there, I've been donating to go ahead and get the website and the church going because that's where my heart is that's where my calling is now. that's where things have changed. So many people needing spiritual guidance and spiritual help and that's why I'm getting on so many wonderful guests and uh we can actually do up to a three hour show so there's some nights where we're gonna have two guests on that gonna do an hour and a half each, and other times we're just gonna do a two hour show. So if you're enjoying the shows, mark me as a favorite, add me in as a friend. And if you're listening on uh, NAPPN.net, welcome to the show. Call in line is 347-539-5349. Give us a call. We'll get you on the air and you can ask, uh, ask Barbara some questions or we can go ahead and get you some information and guidance that you so seek. And if you're listening in, we're being um, syndicated on uh, North American Paranormal Network. Um, Psychic Radio now and Live Chat Radio and on uh, quite a few other radio stations too. They decided they want to start carrying our shows. That's how much they love us. Let me go ahead. We'll bring Barbara back. Welcome back, Barbara. Thank you. So, yeah, so lots of wonderful changes are taking place.
1: Yes, and you know it's like when the new year finally rolled in, I don't know if you felt it, but it was like this huge shift in everything. And, well, actually, it started happening in December. You know, I started meeting, I think it was in December that I met you, wasn't it? And meeting other people whose shows I'm going to be on or have been on and expanding my whole world. So... It's
2: really going to be a fantastic year. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Yeah, because we did um, first talk in December, because that's when I was planning on doing these changes. And I said, you know, the changes are going to be in, um, taking effect sometime in January. I just knew that. And I knew the universe was like, nope, we're going to make it work out. And right at New Year's Eve, I was with one sponsor to really set it in motion. And on New Year's Eve at 9:30 at night I received an email that like I'm on board, the contracts in the mail. So I was like, "Oh, okay, it's going to start off the new year perfect." So and I was looking forward to the changes and uh it's definitely interesting.
1: Yeah, I think so. And I just it keep showing me all of these new new things that I hadn't thought about before, and new opportunities and like, wow, the whole world is opening up, you know.
2: (laughs) Since the Internet, the world has definitely gotten a lot smaller.
1: Yes, definitely.
2: So what changes have been taking place in your life?
1: Well, I'm working on some things that are going to be on my website. Uh, One of them is called A Moment of Forgiveness. And I'm going to do a little recording of a forgiveness prayer, and I'm going to type it up so people can actually... Read it if they want to. And it's going to attach, they're going to attach some energy of forgiveness to it so that anyone listening to it on my website will also have the angels working with them on forgiving. And so that's something that I'm going to be finishing up this week. So by next week, people can go on there and listen to the moment of forgiveness. It's going to be free. It's It's something that they really want everyone to experience, you know, letting go of all of those old, all of that old baggage that we've been carrying around. And, you know, cutting the cords and moving on with our lives so that we can experience the beauty and the joy that really is already around us. And then last night in my dreams they were showing me that I'm supposed to Start working with some church here in the area doing a meditation kind of thing and i'm not sure exactly how that's supposed to work i told them okay i'm willing to do it so they're going to bring me whatever contacts i need in order for that to happen so it's just you know it's it's interesting like every day there's a little something more
2: yeah you never know what to expect well while we're Uh, The first half hour of the show, my other phone was ringing. And uh, while we, uh, I hurried up and was able to listen to the voicemail real quick. And um, I have another guest calling up. And they're like, Oh, I want to be on your show. It's like, Well, I'm going to have to give you a call back. I'm in the middle of a show. (laughs) So you never know what to expect. It's like constantly, you know, different invites. And I've got. people suggesting other people will be on and you know i'm looking forward to all the changes taking place so you said your changes will be going on your website um by next month
1: by next week
2: next week okay
1: so mm-hmm. they can
2: visit your website at divinelyguidedhealing.com mm-hmm. okay
1: and they can find the moment of forgiveness so we'll see what it turns out to be like i know. you know it's when I'm doing something like that, I never really know what's going to happen or how it's going to end up being. They just tell me what I need to set up, and then I just say whatever I'm guided to say. So I can't even tell you what it'll be like.
2: <laughs> we'll just have to tune into your website next week and check it out. Yeah. What church is it that I uh, might as well give them a plug, too? What church are you going to be um, doing this work with?
1: The church that I'm being invited to is actually a church. It's a military church. It's on the military base here. And um, I think it's called Garrison Chapel. Oh, that would be I nice. the um to me. So um, I, I don't even know enough about that one to tell you anymore.
2: Well. As long as it's with, it's with the military base and all, so they definitely can use a lot of healing and uh, protection and help there. So That's to be yeah. It's going to be really good, I can tell.
1: hmm I'm looking forward
2: to it. Yeah. Well, our lines are open at 347-539-5349. Are there any messages for me tonight?
1: Well, let's see if they have anything they wanted to say to you tonight. Let's see. Dear one, we actually are quite pleased. You are opening up. You are taking the steps. You are seeing that everything is truly possible, and that is wonderful. And as you do that and as you allow that flow more and more in your life, you know that you will find yourself Riding higher and higher on the waves of joy and happiness, which are there for you. That's up the good work. We are very impressed. Okay, that's what they wanted to tell you. I don't know what you've been doing, but <laughs> apparently it's the right thing.
2: <laughs> oh, okay, good. At least I know I've been doing something good today. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Well, last night I took your advice, too, like you told uh, some people to do. It's, um, you know, ask Archangel Michael to go ahead and cut cords. And I told him, I said, whatever cords are attached to me, cut them. Get rid of them. And I woke up this morning feeling so, so, like, just so much happier and so much more more alive today.
1: Yeah, it really can make a huge difference. People don't really recognize how many cords they have attached to them. And some of these cords you've had attached to you all of your life. And so when they're gone, it's like you feel like you can float.
2: Yep. And I re- and I recommend doing it if you don't have to work the following day because I ended up sleeping in really late this morning, which is not like me. Mm-hmm. It was like it was like almost eleven o'clock this morning when I finally got out of bed. I'm like, ooh. It was raining out and dark and cloudy because we're having storms here in Florida. And the next thing I you know, I looked over and I'm like, ooh, it's almost eleven o'clock. I need to get out of bed. It's like, what am I still doing in bed sleeping? <laughs> it's like I have a lot of work to do today. I got to get up. But you know, it's like I asked for the to cut the cords, and evidently I needed to sleep so they can finish cutting all the cords and. I said I woke up so uh, feeling so refreshed and you know a lot lighter, a lot uh, a lot happier.
1: Yeah, you know I've done the the ritual where you write on a piece of paper the thing that you want to let go of, and then you burn the paper. And I've done that at night, and and I wake up the next day, and it's, it's like you say, you, you sleep more than you thought you were going to, and you wake up and it's lighter than you expected, and you're like why am I still sleeping? But it's because they've been working on you, clearing out all of the things that you asked for. And sometimes it takes several nights for you to have all of that garbage taken out of you.
2: Yeah, so I'm glad I I could probably sleep in again late uh, tomorrow morning, a little bit. So, you know, we'll see what happens when I finally get to sleep tonight. (laughs) I like it when they work. The only thing I used to hate is when I did work a regular 9-to-5 job is when the angels decided, because it's usually what, between 2 and 4 in the morning that they'll do some of their work. Mhm. And all of a sudden, I'd wake up, at, you know, I'd go to bed early, and all of a sudden at 2 o'clock, I'd wake up, and I'm like wide awake. And I'm like, I need my sleep. I've got to work in the morning. And then about 4.30 or so, I'm like finally going back to sleep, only to have to get up again at 6. I'm like, oh. It's like why do this when I don't have to get up in the morning? <laughs> you know, but again, it,
1: they they have no concept of time so yep. to them it's like, okay, this is just what we do.
2: <laughs> yeah, and it just seems to always be like between two and four o'clock in the morning. And I'm like oh, it's like, okay, please do this another time and but they decide that's when they want to work and it's like, okay, I'll just have to go with the flow.
1: Well, you know, it's all for our are good, so we know that even if in the moment we're a little tired, maybe it's making our lives better overall.
2: Oh yeah. Let's go ahead and take another caller here. Erica eight one four, you're on the air.
3: Yes, hold on one second. One second, please. Okay. Okay. Um. I'm sorry. My That's name okay. is Shannon. How are you?
2: Good. How can we help you?
3: Um. Actually, I'd like to see what uh, messages the angels have to say to me about this gentleman. Um. I really do like him a lot. His name is James, but we call him Jimmy.
1: Okay. Let's see what they want to say about him. Here, one. We see that you are putting a great deal of emphasis on him. And we caution you about this because people come and people go in your life. And the only one who is always there for you is you. And so the one you should always put your main focus on is you. The one that you should love is you. The one that you should honor and respect is you. The one whose opinion you should value is you. No one else is as important in your life as you are. And so do not put him first. Put yourself first. Because if you put someone else first, then you are giving a lesser version of yourself to them. If you put yourself first, if you love and honor yourself first, then you are giving the very best you possible to everyone else in the world. And so we would encourage you to do this, to put yourself first, and to know that no matter what happens in your relationship with him, it's all fine. It's all a learning experience. He has come to teach you something, and he may be around for a while, but that is your choice because you will see whether or not he fits in your life and he may fit for a little while and he may fit for a longer while but what is important is that you love you
3: um i do actually i do very much and i do put myself first so i don't i don't know how how that is i really i really have to. Focused on me and getting things taken care of in my life Um, We met and it was kind of like serendipity And we have a really good connection And I would like to see it go further
1: Okay, they're saying that you Are not really putting yourself first I don't know exactly what you are doing But there's still a great deal of putting the emphasis on him Instead of on you that's just what they're telling me, so okay, um, do you see it going anywhere? The thing is that's up to you, whether or not whether or not you are learning the things that he has come into your life to teach you, and then there are things that you are supposed to teach him, but it's all part of the process of having the relationship. So that's up to you. That's Hmm. basically what they're saying. It's up to me? It's not predetermined, in other words. Okay. In each moment, we are creating our life. We are creating the experiences that we have. And so if in each moment we are you are creating that you are having this relationship with him and you are doing this based on the love that you feel for yourself then it will continue. Does that make sense? Yes.
3: Okay. Okay. Because I just about was ready to put my foot down, and I wasn't quite sure if I should
1: do that or not. (laughs) Well, I would suggest that you really look at how you are treating yourself. They wouldn't have said that you are not putting yourself first if you were putting yourself first, because they don't tell you things that aren't true. They don't get any benefit out of um, telling lies. It, it doesn't really do anything for them. So, I know that. Yeah, look at look at how you are treating yourself and the things that you believe about yourself.
3: Okay. Actually, um, hmm, I got to do that because I'm. I thought I've been treating myself pretty darn good lately. (laughs) And I do. I mean, really, I do. And um, I just uh, would really enjoy sharing. And I said sharing, not giving. I said sharing my life with him. Um, He has been very respectable and very, he's a very good person. I mean, I don't know how to explain it. I guess I feel really at home with him, Mm -hmm. and um, I'm not sure how he feels, so it's kind of like he knows how I feel, but I don't know how he feels, and if I knew that, then I would know which direction I could go in, because if he doesn't feel the same, then I
1: need to just move on. Okay. What you just said was kind of an example of how you're putting him first. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what it is you want to have in your life mm-hmm. and how you want to feel in each moment. You know whether or not you feel that way with him. And you also mm-hmm. know if there's something about him that makes you ill at ease or less than happy. And if you are ignoring that, and waiting for him to say whatever it is you are expecting him to say, then you are putting yourself after him. Does that make sense? Yes, it
0: does.
3: Yes, it does. Okay. Perfect sense. It's not predetermined, but I can decide how it's going to go
1: by following my heart. Exactly. My by recognizing heart how you feel. Um, actually, I really love them. I really do. Okay. As long as that love is unconditional, which means you don't have any attachments to it, there doesn't have to be anything that happens before you can truly love him. As long as you don't have any of those, you know, little strings that we always attach.
3: Absolutely none whatsoever. Okay. No strings whatsoever, Um,
1: and it is unconditional. I accept him for who he is. Actually, I really do. Okay, then you can just enjoy each and every moment with him, and no matter what happens, you're okay.
3: Well, that's not necessarily true either.
0: <laughs> <laughs> then
3: you do have some strings.
0: <laughs>
3: well, its I don't mind, like, whatever happens is whatever happens, but I would really like to... Um, see this one last.
1: Yes, but your happiness is not dependent upon whether or not it does. You're right. It's not. My happiness I'm very happy with if without somebody. Okay. So as long as you're coming from that standpoint, then it really doesn't matter whether or not he's in your life. Because your happiness is not based upon him. It's based upon you
3: Yes But I just I don't know There's just something And I really do feel At home with him
1: I think that's what it is And it's good That you feel Comfortable Being yourself with him, and you would feel comfortable being yourself without him. Yes, this is true.
3: Okay. Okay. Well, I better manifest figuring out how um, how to do this. <laughs>
1: I think I have some thinking to do. Yeah, you're going to need to decide what's really important in your life. What is it that you really want to feel and experience? I know exactly what I want to feel and experience with him. I didn't say with him. (laughs) I'm just talking about you, whether he's there or not. Okay.
3: All right. I think I have some thinking to do. And that's a good thing. Yes. Thank you so much, sweetheart. You're welcome, dear.
2: Let us know how everything goes.
3: I sure will. Thank you.
2: You're welcome. That's always interesting when we um, we think we're putting ourselves first, and when we stop and think, then we finally realize, oh, wait a minute, no, we're not.
1: You know, it's sometimes very difficult for us to put ourselves first because, you know, we've been taught not to ever put ourselves first and when you start going against what you've been taught all of your life it feels weird
2: <laughs> yeah it does and um it is hard to realize when you know that we're ignoring ourselves when we think that we you know we're doing what's making us happy and then we realize like oh uh, no i need to take some more time for me
1: mhm you know i was in a a marriage for Gosh, how long was I in that marriage? Mm-hmm. 20 years. Um, and once the relationship ended, and it ended because I realized that I was not putting myself first, and I needed time to focus on me. And so it didn't end on a bad note. I mean, we still talk and we're still friends. But it took me, it took me a couple of years, actually, to stop thinking of him every time I was making a decision. Even though we live thousands of miles apart, I would still think of him if I were making a decision. So getting out of the habit of putting other people first can take a while.
2: Yeah, and it feels good once you finally do.
1: It feels so freeing.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was in a relationship many years ago, and it was actually one of my first relationships, and uh, it was abusive. And I finally, after about mm, five years, I decided I had enough, and when they were at work, I packed up some belongings and hopped on a flight and came down here to Florida. And it was like, mm, not the kind of move that I wanted to make. So about a year later, I moved back up uh towards there ran into um my ex and they were with somebody and they were like oh I still love you and I miss you and give me a chance and I said, You know, I'm done with you It's like I'm over. I finally decided to do it for me. And it felt so mm-hmm. freeing because I was so afraid of this person the whole time and I'm like, what if I ever run into him again? You know, what am I gonna do? And mm-hmm. when it happened I stood up for myself, and it was just so freeing. And it was even more freeing is when they wouldn't leave me alone, and I said, I took a drink and I poured it over their head. I said, it's time for you to chill, honey, because I'm not in love with you anymore. But it was, yeah. you know, finally standing up for, um, you know, and taking myself first. And finally was freeing and very um, enjoyable.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's why it's so important that we do love and respect ourselves. And it's not a bad thing, despite what we've been taught. It's not a bad thing. and it really does give you the chance to be the very best person that you can be and present that very best person out there into the world so that others can see how fantastic you truly are.
2: Yeah, and it's amazing when we finally do that and the people around us realize, like, you've changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead and take another another caller here. See if I can get them on here. Area code 314, you're on the air.
1: Greetings. How are you all?
2: Good. How are you?
3: Good, good, good. <clears throat> I do have a question. I um, recently had some things taken from my home,
1: and I just want to know if um, if it was uh, someone close to me and possibly who it might have been. Okay. Let's see what kind of message they have for you about that. All righty. Dear one, we say that it is not really important who it was. It is important for you to recognize what kind of a reaction you had. Did you value those things more than you valued yourself? Have things reached a point in your life where they are more important to you than the ones you love? Because things are just things. And things can be replaced. And there is nothing that is so incredibly important that you cannot live without it. The things that have been taken from you have been taken so that you can realize who you are and what you are worth and how much you love yourself. You see, the people who come into our lives come in order to mirror issues that we need to deal with. And so these things were taken to make you aware. And now it is your opportunity to make decisions about what truly is important to you and whether or not you are really and truly loving you and treating you. With respect and with honor. So, what is more important in your life, your things or yourself? Okay, that's what they wanted you to know.
3: All right, thank you.
1: You're welcome.
2: Bye. Bye. Erica three one zero you're on the air.
1: Hi, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing okay um, i'm I've got a I got a big problem here um I have no more money left. I got no money coming in, and come the end of the month, I'm not gonna have any money to pay bills and at this point, I don't have money to buy food or nothing. I was just wondering if you see what's gonna happen career and job and money-wise, because um, I'm still waiting for a settlement from one lawsuit. I don't know when that's going to come, and I've just started another lawsuit. So I've got so many things, and I'm just really scared right now. Okay. Let's see what kind of message I have for you, dude. Okay. Dear one, you are drowning in a sea of lack. And we say this to illustrate to you exactly how you are seeing your life, exactly what you are creating in each moment. You are seeing that you are not having enough. You are not never having enough. It is not going to happen. It is not coming in. There is not enough. You are going to have problems because there is not enough. Do you see what we are saying? You believe that there is not enough. And in order for this situation to change, you must change your belief. You must allow yourself to receive. And right now you are holding your fists so tightly closed that even if we tried to insert money into them, we could not do so because you will not allow it. You keep looking for ways to bring money to you but you do not allow money to come to you. We provide you with everything that you need, but you do not allow yourself to receive. We want you to understand this. The world is not against you. There is no karmic debt that you need to pay by suffering and sacrifice. But in order to receive, you must allow it. You must recognize that it is okay to receive. You must open your hands and open your heart. You have spent a great deal of your life building up walls to protect you from all of these imagined horrors and fears that are out there to get you. And you are the one who has created them. And it's time to let them go. It's time to recognize that you are loved. You are valued. You are worthy simply because you exist. And when you let go of all of these old beliefs that you will never have enough, you will find that money is coming to you, along with food and everything else that you need. And all it is truly provided. But you must believe. Okay. So does that make sense for you? Yeah, it does. It does. And it really does make a difference once you start allowing things to come into your life. I went through a time in my life when I was believing that I was never going to receive it. It was just lack. There was never going to be enough, and it was always going to be this suffering and struggling and, you know, that kind of thing. And once I let that go and I started saying, okay, I surrender. You guys know what is going on, and I don't, and I am going to trust you. And it was like every day someone would show up and bring me, lunch or uh, a coupon for a free dinner or something like that, or I'd find money. I'd find money laying everywhere. I'd find $20 bills. I'd find, you know, all kinds of money, not just pennies, yeah. just suddenly appearing in my life. So when I decided, okay, this isn't working, this lack thing is never going to bring me anything other than more lack. And when you surrender and you trust and you allow them to help you, they really will. Okay. Well, I'm sure that um it can really work out fine for you, you know. And I know that this is Totally different from the way you've been thinking for so long. Yeah. But you know. That's how you change your life. Okay. Okay.
2: All right. Just you hang under it. It will get it will get better for you.
1: All right. I'm hoping soon. It's, it's I'm drowning. <laughs> so Start seeing it getting better. Start okay. saying to yourself, it is getting better. Start saying, I have money. Money is coming into my life. I'm going to have more than enough to pay the bills. Start having those kind of conversations with yourself.
2: Okay. Okay? All right. Let us know how everything works out for you. Okay, thanks. Uh Uh-huh. Bye. Bye. Yeah, that's a prime example, too, of how we put up our own blockages.
1: Exactly. Yeah, it's that Special. mindset.
2: Yeah, as uh, you know, as, uh, as you know, money goes, and um, you know, that, it is a hard thing when you don't ha- see it coming in, and you keep putting up the worrying, and you keep vocalizing it, and uh, people don't realize that, you know, your thoughts and words are energy, and it's like putting a wall up. It's just like you know, I don't have this, and you know, how am I going to do this? And the universe is like, well. And I'm just going to put up a little barrier there.
1: hmm And it's funny, you'll also notice when you start changing that, when you start letting go of those beliefs, you'll notice how many people in your life have those same beliefs and lack, and they're going to tell you lack things. And you'll realize that they've always had these kind of conversations with you, and you never realized before how much, of lack of money or whatever they were bringing into your life and their lives by what they were saying, because that was the way you were thinking, too.
2: And once you get the your mindset and the way you're, you start reacting to the situation, it can change quickly.
1: Yeah, it really can. And There's I wasn't be... kidding about, you know, just finding money suddenly, just Appearing, you know, even folded bills, you know, $20 bills and things were appearing. So it's not, it's not possible. Miracles happen all the time. We just have to be open to them.
2: That's what I tell everyone is, is, um, you know, like we talked last night, and what I tell people to do and what I do is I said, you know, it's only money. You know, I've got, you know, I'm happy. It's just money you know, I'm not going to worry about it. There's nothing I can do to get any more in other than just saying, Hey, I've got plenty. That's all I can do. As in all of a sudden there's money coming in, look on the ground and there's, you know, a dollar here, or you'll see a 20, you know, driving, going down the, in front of you. And, you know, if there's a breeze outside or someone will come over and said, Oh, you know, I remember you loaned me money one time and here. I got to pay you back. And, you know, it's something you totally forgot about, but you know, it's, coming in unexpectedly
1: right and that's another area in which forgiveness can make a big difference because when you start forgiving money and yes we do hold these beliefs about money being bad or money being evil or money being wrong and when you forgive money then you're more willing to have money in your life
2: and it is interesting how um, once you do change it, it keeps keeps coming in.
1: Yes, it does.
2: We'll go ahead and take another caller here. Area code four zero eight. You're on the air.
0: Hi. I think you might have just answered my question
3: though. <laughs> <with> the previous
0: <laughs> caller. Because <laughs> it kind of didn't ask anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like now I'm feeling kind of useless here in <laughs> college. Um, I I totally get that, that what you seek and what you expect is what you're going to find and what's going to show up in your environment. And my life, I felt like my life was headed one direction. Then all of a sudden, this new year hits, and almost every aspect of my life has taken kind of a negative hit. And um and you know some of that I'm kind of you know I I'm, I'm just trying to figure out there's a lesson here because there's. You know, several other things have kind of an overriding theme, and I'm just wondering. I'm just wondering what's going on. <laughs> I mean, I I broke my foot, which ultimately I ended up having to have, you know, kind of minor surgery on and having to have it pinned back together. And my 17 and a half year old daughter decided to move out a few months before she turns 18, and I'm not sure that's the best thing for her or us as a family. Um, my car broke down and doesn't start and I don't really have a way to get it fixed right now or to get a new car and there's just a few you know just different areas of my life I think work is going fine but um, I'm not sure that's where I want to be and it's just this year's kind of just starting off rough and I'm wondering where my lesson is in this Okay, I'm getting
1: big time that you are not really living what you love. Okay, so and so right. That's why all this is happening. You're afraid to okay. step into your own life. That that's the foot thing. You're afraid to step. So yes. <laughs> and no, you are you
0: are right on, and I I kind of know that, but there's this huge fear about stepping into this, and I'm not, I'm kind of like baby-stepping it. And and I'm not, you know, like, I started taking a class or kind of a, a one-year course recently. I really feel like my job in life or where I feel, really fear, feel my heart and my passion is teaching others how to hear God, right, and how to listen to spirit. Um, but but there's a part of me that feels like that's ever since I've kind of really felt the passion, felt my calling going that way. It's like all of a sudden I've kind of closed myself off to it and I kind of step back and, and there's this huge fear about stepping into this and, and claiming this. And so I'm taking little baby steps and I'm, I'm okay. kind of waiting for this, I'm kind of waiting for the, I don't know, this, The lightning bolt moment Where I just Okay now it's time to jump But Well maybe this message Is your lightning bolt So here goes This is what
1: they want you to know Okay Dear one You know What you are here for You know that this connecting This listening to guidance This following Your guidance and allowing it to help you to create the life that you truly love is what you are here for. You know this. You know this with every part of your being, and yet there is a part of you that is fighting tooth and nail not to have this happen. We ask you to give this part of you, the part of you that is fighting, over to us. Ask us to cut the cords to this so that you can step into the magnificence of your own life in order to teach others how to make this connection how to live this exuberant life you must live it first and you know this and we want you to be happy we want you to be filled with joy and peace and love and abundance and we want this for you, and we want you to want this for you, so let go of the fear. ask us, we will help you. That is what we are here for. It is time. The energy around you now is so ready for you to take these steps, move into this part of your life, and no, you are not taking baby steps, you are not stepping at all. We want you. To take a leap of faith, okay. we will
0: catch you. Okay. you
1: oh, cut. they seem very um, I'm done. adamant about that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Okay. Then they can cut these cords. I'm done. I'm. I'll take the leap. I'll. Uh, I'll. I'll do it. I'm, um, I'm, it's not that I'm necessarily tired of going down the path I'm going on. You know, I could probably live in that doldrum for quite a while longer, but. Why? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Why? When, you know, I feel like there's, there's, my passion really should be, and well, my passion really is, is helping others. And, and I'm feeling called. I'm feeling the urgency to this, I'm feeling the need and um, I'm ready Um, I just just didn't know how to get past it on my own but I'm not (laughs) going to even try to do it on my own, I'll just have them do it for me that's the beauty of it, you don't have to do anything on your own (laughs) okay okay so um, next step for me how do I know like you know tomorrow when I get up tomorrow and I go about my day? How do I know um what decisions to make and what you know will How do I know?
1: Okay. Are you by any chance on the internet? I um them?
0: well I'm not yet. No, but I can be.
1: Okay. If you can get in there, I will put a prayer in there that you can say every day, and I'll go ahead and say it so you can hear it. It's a prayer of divine synchronization. It says, thank you, God. I am now synchronized divinely in everything I think, every decision I make, every direction I take, and with everyone I meet today. My day is in total harmony, and everything in my life flows beautifully, abundantly, joyously with the perpetual creating flow that is yours, God, and thank you, God, I hand over all the details to you, and so it is done. Okay. And I think that if you say that every day and feel that, then you'll okay. know that you are going to do what needs to be done, say what needs to be done, and that they're going to take care of the details, so you don't have to worry about it.
0: Okay. 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 I am um, now your chat room. Oh, the one on um, Blog Talk. Uh huh. Is that the chat room? Okay. Perfect. Um, I'm logging in now. Okay. Okay. I'll see if thank I can you. get it.
2: in there then. Okay. Thank you. You're very welcome, thank Derek. You. Have yourself a wonderful evening, and let us know how everything goes for you.
0: I will. I really appreciate this. Thank you. Thank you. You're
2: okay. welcome. Bye. Bye. Oh, she's definitely ready.
0: Oh, she
1: is. She's so ready.
2: Yes. Which is good because now she's definitely going to notice a big difference when she wakes up in the morning.
1: I think so. Because they're going to be doing a lot of working on her.
2: Oh, yeah. Let's take another caller here. Area code 603. You're on the air
3: hi, how you doing? Good how are you? very good thank you um i My name is Val, and I am calling in um, I have a question um it's pertaining to love um and I guess I am just wondering what
1: you might pick up there as far as that goes, okay. Just a second to finish pasting this bread. Okay. Okay. Let's see what they have to say for you now. You said your name was Val. Yes. Yes. Okay. And thanks for taking my call.
3: Sure. Thanks for calling. Oh, you're welcome. I mean, should I, if I have someone in mind, should I give you their name or should I just? Um.
1: No, I think they're they're going to. Okay, they they're already starting. So I'll just say what they want me to say. Okay, dear one, love is a many splendored thing. You've heard this expression used many times, and we say that this is true—that love can be absolutely incredible. Uh huh. But for so many of you, you don't allow this. You don't allow this because you don't think you're worth it. You don't think you really deserve to have someone who is going to absolutely adore you because you don't adore you. You look in the mirror and you see that this is wrong or that is wrong or maybe your nose should be a little bit tiny bit more to the left. And you say these things about yourself to show that you are not perfect. And if you are not perfect, Then, how can you expect someone to love you?
3: Well, the you don't only, love
1: yourself.
3: The only being that's perfect is jesus and you know, and that's but I think I'm a heck of a person. I know I am terrific, you know, no, like I said, nobody's perfect, everybody has flaws if we didn't we wouldn't be on this earth we'd be i believe in heaven and but I am an awesome person, so I don't really you know look at myself as.
1: Uh, Ah, but you have said that you believe that you have flaws. This means that you are judging yourself.
3: Well, you can always improve yourself. I I don't think any person feels 100% about themselves, but that doesn't mean that somebody doesn't love them.
1: But there are those who do feel 100% about themselves because they realize that this physical body that they have is just a physical body and that the being that is inhabiting this body is perfect. So there is nothing that you should ever feel like is less about you. And we would encourage you to not think that only Jesus was perfect. Oh, well, that's my belief. I'm sorry. You are equal to Jesus. Okay, well, thank thank you you very much. I have to end this call. Thank you. Okay, Okay. They were going to say that they knew that she'd have a problem accepting that.
2: (laughs) Yeah, some people do. You know, that's okay. Go ahead and we'll take another caller and see if we can give them some guidance and insight. Area code 562, you're
0: on the air. Hi, my my name is Steve.
2: Hi, how can we help you? you?
0: I'd just like to hear a message, whatever is pertinent.
1: Okay, well, let's see what they have for you today. Dear one, you have come to a crossroads in your life a time when you need to decide what it is that you truly want to do, whether you want to follow your heart and to express the truth of who you are or follow what you been following and the, what people have told you is important in your life. And we encourage you to think about this very seriously because it will determine whether you have a life that is so-so or humdrum or whether you truly allow yourself to fly and to be even more than you ever dreamed you could be. And if you need us for anything, always feel free to ask, because we want you to be truly happy.
2: Mm-hmm. And we are with
1: you, and we love you, no matter what. Okay, so that's what I wanted to You're welcome
0: really appreciate it. Let's stay in
2: the line and continue to listen. Okay. I'll go ahead and mute you.
0: Thank
2: you. Thank you. I'll go ahead and take another caller here, and then we'll do some other discussions. Okay. Air code 413, you're on the air.
3: Hi. How are you tonight? Good. How are you? Good. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking my call.
2: You're welcome. How can we help you?
3: I'm curious about my love interest.
1: Your love interest? I'm
3: yeah, I'm kind of in this place of deciding about going, continuing my studies and my chosen career or kind of kind of putting things in a slower, you know, a slower mode right now so I can investigate the potential with this this man I'm in love with as well as continue
1: my studies. Okay. Dear one, we encourage you to do what is for your highest good. And if your studies are in alignment with what it is your heart truly desires for you to be, then by all means, continue your studies. And if this man or this, one that you are interested in, is someone who is taking the focus off of you. We caution you about that, as we have cautioned several others tonight. Whenever you shift the focus from yourself to someone else, and you make that someone else more important in your life than yourself, you are heading down a road that is not going to lead to a happy place because you are not allowing the love that you have for yourself to shine forth. Now, we see absolutely no reason why you cannot continue your studies while investigating this relationship. But do not put the relationship above you.
3: No, I don't. No, he's very supportive. I just, I want, I want all of it. You know, I want everything. And <laughs> <When laughs> I want all of it. I'm worth it. I finally decided I'm worth, I'm worth having everything I want. And I want, I want the guy and I want my, you know, career. I want to do my art and I want to enjoy my life to the full, <laughs> I know, <I'm> full <laughs> So I guess I'm wondering about, is art the path for me and what specifically you know, painting, ceramics, jewelry, or something I'm not seeing?
1: Well, you know what it is that you really enjoy. You know which area it is that when you're involved in it, time stands still. And you just immerse yourself in that. So you know the answer to that question.
3: It's hard to believe that I can make, you know, make a living doing what I love,
1: (laughs) honestly. I'm not, you know, I'm
3: not Picasso or...
1: (laughs) Well, you don't have to be. You know, we go through life thinking that we have to live up to someone else's expectations, someone else's beliefs about what is the best and what is not the best. And the truth is we don't, because you are unique. There is no one else like you. And so what you put forth in the world is there is nothing else like it. And, yes, you can make a living doing what you love. But it depends on what it is you see as far as, as whether you see that the money coming into your life is going to come from all of these people outside of you, or if you see that everything that you need, including the money, is going to be provided for you by the universe, by God, however you want to say it. So when you see yourself on God's payroll, then you see that those people and their opinions out there don't really matter because you will always be taken care of. Okay,
3: that feels great.
1: And it gives you the freedom to be you.
3: It's funny. Yeah, because I'm because I don't quote, you know, I don't fit in, but there is no such thing as not fitting in or fitting in. I understand that.
1: And you, you do fit in. in. <laughs> You're connected to everybody and everything, so how could you not fit in? Right. <laughs> We're
3: all part of the tapestry. <laughs> Thank you. That's very helpful. I was I kind it, of like you know you're right it's the art and it's the painting and I'm always coming up against that you know um, I I don't see what the things that I would I would create because it hasn't been produced because I haven't made it yet <laughs> it's kind of ironic <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for validation outside in the painting world but it's coming kind of, it has to come from inside out I get it it's kind of funny
1: yeah
3: it's really we ironically all from funny
1: inside
3: out. Mm-hmm. it's so simple yeah. I just have to be daring enough to believe in myself. I think that's what it is. Thank you for yeah. the clarity. I really appreciate Wow, thanks. <laughs> it's really great to
1: talk to you. Well, thank you for calling. And thank go you, Barbara. Have and a wonderful beautiful night. Beautiful artwork. You too. Thank you. Namaste.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Bye.
2: bye That's a wonderful energy. But I'd love to see her artwork, too.
1: Yeah, I'm sure it's, it's, okay, I
2: get that it's incredible, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got some people, too, on Facebook, they're like, oh, you know, I do this artwork, and I don't know if I should get back into it, and then they start, and it's like, oh, I'm enjoying this so much. And it's like, hmm, just keep on doing what makes you happy with it. I'm typing cool. now so I can't talk. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> That's okay. Um, yeah, I got a private message too. I had to, to look at real quickly. So, um, yeah, this, um, I've come, you know, I've always so being posted in the chat room, um, Especially when with that one caller with um, with Jesus, and you know a lot of people don't realize that we can communicate with him, and especially if we communicate with the spirit world, then you know he's in the spirit world, so we can can communicate with him and receive messages from him also. Well,
1: you know, I went through a lot of turmoil about Jesus because of what I had learned from organized religion and, you know, that he was up here and we could never live up to his image, and he did all of this and died and sacrificed and suffered just so that we mere little beings could have the privilege of existing. And when I finally opened up and started actually talking to him, he he was, it's hard to describe how he is, He's incredible, and he is so loving, and he just wants us all to understand that we are equal even to him and that we are just as much children of God as he is and that he is just showing us by example the potential of our own lives and that he doesn't want to be thought of as being more than we are. And that just is so to what we have been taught that there are a lot of people that they just can't accept it and I understand that but that is what I have learned from actually talking to people so that's what he wanted me to share so I do what I'm guided to do
2: yeah and that's the same thing with um, you know communicating with Buddha and Allah you know and Any of the other, um, you know, God's children that was sent down here to talk to different cultures and to be messengers, and um, they're all children of God, and, um, you know, each religion places them at a different level. Uh, But we're all created equally, and we can all communicate with them.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And they really want us to get that we are all equal. I mean, even the archangels and the Ascended Masters and everyone that I talk to, they all want us to get that we are equal. They are not, they do not see themselves as better than we are. They're at a different place than we are. As far as, you know, they live in a, in the spiritual world and we live here in the physical world, but they do not See themselves as better.
2: They see us as one. Yeah, and the conversations are, are definitely interesting. We've got another caller on. We'll go ahead and bring them on the air because we've only got about five more minutes left. Air code 917, you're on the air.
3: Hi, how are you doing?
2: Doing great. How are you?
3: I'm good. My name is Nicole.
2: Hi, Nicole. Welcome. How can we help you?
3: Yeah, well, I just had a question because I'm I'm actually starting to do the work that Barbara is doing um, as an intuitive reader and as a life coach. And I was just wondering, um, after, you know, having done it so long, do you have any advice for those of us who have been given the call to start doing this work?
1: Hmm. My advice is: first of all, lighten up. <laughs> Don't okay. get all serious about it all, um, and that actually some of the archangels have completely silly senses of humor. So you will find yourself laughing and giggling, and mm-hmm. it's an interesting way to live. And there are some people who will not understand. Right. that's true no matter what it is you're doing. And listen and take their advice. And if you have questions about it, ask. And if you have questions about the answer, you get ask. And if you have to question them over and over and over again for days, weeks, months, years, do so. Because they're so patient and so loving that you can't ask them more questions than they can answer.
3: <laughs> okay. And just one more question for you. Um, I, I recently did a reading for someone where uh, my spiritual guide came in and gave me information, and the person was very upset with the information because they didn't like the outcome. And I just wonder, you know, how when you're working with someone and working with them as, as a coach one-on-one, um, how how do you how How do you handle that what you know what what do you do when the guys are clearly saying this is the information and and we can't change it.
1: Well, one thing I always remember is that this is what they see as what that person needed to hear, whether okay. or not the person accepts it has nothing to do with you. it has nothing to do with the fact that you're giving them this information. You are merely following the guidance you are receiving. And I have Mm -hmm. had people have negative reactions to something that I've said to them. And Mm -hmm. I simply send them love. I mean, there's nothing I can do to change that. And those same people, after they spend a little time digesting what they've heard, they come back and they're okay with it. Mm-hmm. So just realize that some people are immediately going to react because you're not saying what they thought you were going to say.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's all it is. It's their expectations. Mm-hmm. Okay. But well, more than that likely may... in time, they'll come back and tell you, oh, I understand that now, and it doesn't upset me, and you were absolutely right, you know. So that's just the way it works. Hmm.
3: Well, thank you very much. That that was wonderful
1: advice. You're welcome, and thank you for asking. Uh, thank you. You guys have a good night.
2: You too. Thank you. Okay.
3: Bye-bye.
2: Bye. Bye. Well, oh, we're just we're just about out of time. I want to thank you again for joining me tonight. It's been a pleasure having you here. It's been some interesting messages and conversations, and I know the conversation is still continuing in the chat room. <laughs>
1: um, you know, I've really enjoyed it last night and tonight. It's really been it's really been a lot of fun, and it's interesting that the, you know the things that they they do guide me to say things that push other people's buttons sometimes. And I know that. And it doesn't bother me. So That's just the way it is.
2: Yeah, and a lot of times, you know, we do get uh, messages that we don't want to hear. And um, we just have to, you know, let it sink in and um, see what comes of it afterwards.
1: That's so true. I know that everyone is guided to listen to a radio show or whatever for some reason.
2: So yes. everyone is going to get what it is they need. Yeah, which is true. Uh, we're almost out, but hopefully, hopefully you'll join me uh, back here again real soon. I'd love to. Okay, well, we'll talk to you again real soon, dear. Okay. Have yourself a wonderful evening.
1: You too. Bye-bye. Bye bye.
2: And for those of you who are listening in, because we're now off the air but we're listening in the archives, I want to thank you all for tuning in, listening in. Hope you're having yourself a wonderful evening. And if you haven't heard the words yet, know that you are loved. Because God loves you. I love you. And please visit my website, be the like dot com. And uh visit my Guests' website as well. And mark me as a favorite. Add me as a friend. You'll get updates all the time. As to when the shows are on. And we'll see you next time. Have a good night, everybody.
0: Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com.
3: It's my little escape.
0: Now Judy's the life of the party.
3: Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon.
0: Whoa, take it easy, Judy.